0: Today, my guest is Marcel Kunrad. Marcel is a specialist in implant dentistry. He has a master's degree in biomaterials engineering and a PhD in dental science. He has experience in the area of dentistry and biomaterials de- uh, engineering. He works as a general dentist and in specialized areas like um, implant dentistry and postdontics in Brazil in his private clinic. Um, Marcel is also a re- researcher at the um, University of Gothenburg and a, a scholar of the Osteology um, Foundation. Um, to, today, Marcel, thank you first um, that you have put in the time in, in our podcast to
1: be our guest today. No, oh, Thank you. It's a pleasure to talk with you. <laughs>
0: I really like this topic today because um, the, we talk about the future of osteointegration in implant dentistry and also a little bit about your research. And, exactly. Um, I really like it because this is something also we um, are really getting uh, into it um, with the topic of integration, biointegration. So, but before we start into this topic, I want to know, um, Marcel, when did you actually know you wanted to become a dentist?
1: Yes, I think this, it's funny for me because uh, I don't have any dentist in my family and uh, I always liked biology and uh, healthcare professions, jobs in my young age. And I decided when I f- conclude my basic school, I decided to try the University of Dentistry. And with 70 years old, I entered the university and I started it very, very early. Wow. Then... Uh, after five years, I graduated in in dentistry, and graduated with twenty two years old. Well, uh, then a very young dentist. But then I started to do my post graduation, my master's degree, PhD, and I really enjoy to do the university to to work today with dentistry to do, to do research and clinic today. But uh, yeah. I started very young in the wow, dentistry. <laughs> I thought
0: so because um, you are really young looking. And I also um, um, did a research on your Instagram account and say, wow, um, <laughs> 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 how, how, how could this happen? Um, so, uh, can, Marcel, can you tell us a little bit more about your research into osseointegration integration? Um, what are your findings?
1: Yes, uh, I can. I can tell you. Not everything, but uh, most of the things I can tell you. Okay. <laughs> some, some things are a little bit secret in research, but um, we can tell about. Uh, to, today, I am working in two centers, one in Brazil and one here in Gothenburg, in Sweden. Then I have two different topics about os integration in these two different centers. Uh, in Brazil, we are looking more about the topic of create some kind of modification in the implants to create like drug delivery surfaces or surfaces that can really improve the os integration with additional um, substance. And here in Gothenburg, in Sweden, in the Department of Biomaterials, the department that started with PI Brandenmark, a very recognized department, uh, we are looking more in the part of hydrophilicity in implants to improve the velocity of osseointegration. integration. Uh, and here we can do more experiments with animals, animal models. So it's a good research to improve the osseointegration integration in terms in clinical terms. Um, I think there uh, are two different tof- topics, but the topics have a good linking In, in for me. It's um, it's really nice to have these two centers linking my research. I think uh, this is the most important thing. I can link r- one research do uh, that I am doing in Brazil and uh, research with animal experiments here and try to create a very high quality research.
0: And, and and this is the research you're currently working on. This is not a published research at the moment.
1: No, we are working on now. I have some publications before about the same topics, but we are trying to evolve this research right now. In the is juicing?
0: there a, an aha moment not to, to, when it's not possible to talk about then please don't talk about, them. but is there any aha moment where you say, wow, we, 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 get that wrong. That's, or is there something,
1: but that's amazing. This is something completely new. Um, uh, i I can say that in, in research terms, like in in vitro experiments and in vivo experiments, we have. Like very good results about us integration and uh, uh, evolutions in the implants, but we don't have yet results to translate to the clinics. And I think this is the biggest problem that it's translate the research to clinic. Uh, uh, yeah,
0: yeah, I understand. Before, but I, I, we will come to this topic uh, first. I wanted to know um, because it's it's for me. I was completely new is like that that you did also um, a research on the um, how it's called the, 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 the sil- saliva? saliva saliva interaction and, and you, you you in your research um, and I, I read the, the, the paper um mm-hmm. everything what I could understand is <laughs> um, like that early interaction could also have negative consequences. Yes. And on 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 the biomaterials on the surface, maybe on the formation and so on. And but then uh, for me, it's like maybe I'm I'm now over the topic, but it, but you also need the saliva for 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 healing and so on and and this. So how do you get the balance when you do the implant surgery?
1: Yeah, exactly. This is a, another research line here in Gothenburg about the saliva and dental materials, and uh, we are trying to investigate. Uh, what the saliva can cause in dental implants or in biomaterials for bone regeneration. When you put this dental implant or biomaterial in the mouth and you touch the saliva, because normally we try to not touch the saliva, but it's very difficult because the saliva is present in our mouth and uh, it's constantly present then it's very difficult to control the saliva when you are doing an implant surgery. And uh, we are looking that, we are investigating the, this, but we are having some results that the saliva can compromise some properties of the implants, of, the, of membranes, bone substitutes. And um, this is a negative result when you think about biocompatibility because the implant or the dental biomaterial needs to arrive in the mouth with uh, all the proprietors very, very definite. We can't prejudice this, this kind of uh, prepared. And uh, the result shows that some proprietors are affected by the saliva and compromise a little bit the biocompatibility of these materials and this is a negative result for the clinics
0: and is there a solution for that or something uh, maybe a protocol how 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 you can what you can do that this this situation not happens
1: yeah uh, i think all the dentists always try to not touch the saliva when are doing like a dental uh, implant surgery or putting some new biomaterial in the mouth of the the patient. We always have the aspiration to control the saliva. And I think this is the most important part. It's trying to control, to not touch the saliva, to have like another person to do the aspiration around around Mm -hmm. the place of the dental implant and uh, to control in the maximum way the saliva around the the place to put the biomaterial
0: understand and when 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 you let's say you you put a lot of time in this research and then um, and you have really great findings how do you get the transition that people really then use the key factors in the research so people really Change a little bit their day-to-day application in the dental practice. So, h- how do you do it, or is or, or what are yeah? Is there do you also have a plan how to integrate it in, 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 in the clinics?
1: Yeah, to, to integrate the research in the clinics. No? Yes. Um, I think this is maybe the most po- complicated part because research first uh, get published and the people need to read and to understand the research to to becomes a, a to be like a normal thing uh, in the clinics and uh, it's really difficult to to insert like a uh, new biomaterial in the market because the research takes so long time to enter in the market uh if you if you create a new biomaterial today it's like 5 10 years to enter in the market it's a lot of um, approvals and research in vitro, in vivo, yeah. it's very difficult to insert a new research in the clinic. But I think the dentists need to, to um, try to do research and do clinic at the same point, at the same time, because it's very important to know about the material that you use in, in our treatments, in our clinic. And I think this is a very important part for dentists today. That we need to know about the material that we are buying, buying or we are using in the clinics. This is very important.
0: Die Mission von Zircom Medical, Unsere Mission ist es, Zahnärzte und Patienten mit optimalen Zahnersatzlösungen in Kontakt zu bringen, die Wohlbefinden, natürliche Ästhetik und Langlebigkeit gewährleisten is there sometimes um, I know um, I study a completely different topic, but it was in the information technology and it was developing. But sometimes uh, it's not only my opinion, are also my colleagues told me that it's sometimes that they put the theory on, on in front and say, that's, that's, that, that are the facts that you do it. And then you, you are working and then you see, in, in 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 practice it's not you cannot do that so you that's um, sometimes the research are fine but the transition in the practice is not so easy or sometimes even not maybe harming it a little bit so do you have this also this experience to get your research sometimes into the in the in the practice
1: in the, yeah in the, practice? i think i think some technologies are exactly that we we have the, the technology in the research and it's so difficult to to put in the in the clinics or to put to a normal clinician do the use this technology and uh, we need to think about that always in the research when you are developing a new biomaterial if the biomaterial will be used by all the dentists or for very specific dentists because Need to be a a product that everybody can can uh, handle, and uh, this is it's uh, it's the very difficult because you need to create the research, and you need to show to everyone that it it's easy to to use this new technology, and uh, I think this is the most complicated part in research that it's the translation to research uh, to clinics. And uh, for biomaterials, it's very difficult mm-hmm. to translate. And when we're speaking of
0: biomaterials, we're also speaking in, in limit of the osteointegration. And um, um, do you see any limitation in, in, in our current um, medical understanding of osteointegration? Do you see that any, are, are we limiting ourselves with the word osteointegration?
1: yeah i think limitations it's a strong word because i think today we have um around 90 60 97 percent of success with os integration and implants so i think it's not limitation but we have like opportunities maybe to improve the OS much integration. much better <laughs> uh, i think we have like opportunities because we we still have some failures mm-hmm. in, in the osseointegration, integration, people that l- lose the implants or some infections, some cases that we lost the implant. And um, I think these opportunities in the osseointegration integration that we are trying to improve the implants to create new surface, create new techniques to improve uh, to patients Most to patients that have some disease, like we can uh, exemplify some diseases like osteoporosis, diabetes, and um, patients that have some limitation in the bone. So, the new generation of implants, I think, can enter to improve the treatment of this kind of patient that have some limitation in the bone or some disease. And I think this is um, the opportunity in the os integration, and maybe to accelerate the process of os integration, maybe to create a, a os integration in less than one month, uh, and and can put the prosthetic teeth over the implant in less time. Of healing. Oh, yeah,
0: so, so to speed it up the process. Yes. Um, um, how is your Marcel? How how is your experience with zirconia implants in this kind of topic?
1: Yes, uh, how I how I have my clinic in Brazil, and in Brazil we have some limitations to brands of zirconia implants. We have, uh, I think, today maybe two kinds of zirconia implants. I think here in Europe uh, we have more brands and more possibilities to use the zirconia implants. So my clinical experience with zirconia implants—it's not large, but I did some research with uh, very expert uh, clinicians. That it's Sami uh, and Sarab from India and from USA and Uh, Sami Nubisi. Yes, ah, yeah,
0: yeah, we had we had we had in the podcast two months ago, yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. He is an expert in ceramic implants, and uh, Sarab from from India, he is an expert too, and we did together some research. And I, I, I know that zirconium implants have almost the same uh, quality of osseointegration today uh, compared to titanium and other alloys. And uh, the research in zirconia implants—it's improving a lot now. Um, there are a lot of works with new texturizations and new surface treatments to get, in the same time of uh, os integration than implants, titanium implants. And I think this is really nice because we can—we have two alternatives to to your. To, to our patients today. Mm-hmm. And uh, another thing that we did in this research, uh, the zirconia implants have a excellent biocompatibility with soft tissues. And I think this is an advantage for zirconia implants because they have a excellent biocompatibility with fibroblasts, and uh, epithelial cells that are in this transmucal Mm -hmm. level of the um, bone to the gun and to the oral environment. I think this is, it's really good in zirconia implants and in, in titanium implants, we have some problem with this kind of biocompatibility.
0: I, I, yeah, um, um, I, I'm not an expert. Even if I'm working for a, for, for a company who, who produces implants, um, but we did also research on on on, on the fast healing, on the um, and and on on, on a long term study. But I think it, it needs more more companies, more studies, more research um, to because this 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 is uh, uh, really uh, as you said an uh, opportunity in the market and exactly. a possibility. So, uh, Marcella, I I, I I really enjoy talking with you. I, I, I will mm-hmm. wrap the podcast up with three questions. I'm really curious about it. The first question is, what are your goals for the near future? Let's say this year and next year.
1: Yes, this year I am here in, uh, in Sweden doing a lot of research Then uh, I think I am focused at, on research but I am looking for some position as a professor. I really want to be a a professor in the area of dentistry. And uh, at the same point, I want to, to do my clinics and to treat my patients. I think I want to link my clinic with research or some university, like a professor job. This is my main focus for the future, and um, I think it's a good link to have your clinic and to do a lot of research. When you focus in one area, it's really nice.
0: Understand. Um, what advice would you give your younger self? Well, you were really young, um, beginning um uh, the, the, the the um study dentistry. Um but when you can fly back and and, and 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 travel back in time and say, Hey, um I'm I'm a from the future, and what mm-hmm. advice would you give your younger self so that he he, he
1: has a little bit more easier, honestly? Yes. I think uh, it's important to young dentists to have some support of maybe an experienced uh, dentists together in the first years. And I think the young dentists don't can have afraid to do research because it's very important. And I had big opportunities. After I started to do research, like to come here to Sweden, I only, I am only here because I am doing research because it's an opportunity that appears to me because the, I am doing research. And then this is very, very uh, important for young dentists. I think it's a suggestion mm-hmm. uh, to try to do some research in some university. Of course, Some dentists really like to do only clinic, only clinic, and some persons like to do only research. But I think it's important to link. Uh, It's a great knowledge that you can active with research to put in the treatments of your patients. And I think this is really, really important for dentists to know the material that they are using in their patients.
0: Uh, so true. Um, the last thing: um, where can people find you, follow you, get more about your research, and maybe get to know you?
1: Yes, I think the uh, my mail, my uh, academic mail, it's easy to contact. I am looking all the days, but um, my Instagram uh, it's an option, and um, I think the social medias it's the easiest uh way to find me <laughs> and, and we will put every profile
0: in our article and and so that people can link with you um marcel thank you for for taking the time out and 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 having this cool chat with, with me uh, i wish you all the best all the best in your research in the linking and uh, hopefully we can see each other maybe yes, on, a, on an congress on a Whatever. Um, I would really enjoy drinking yes. a glass with you.
1: Uh, my pleasure to, to be here to talk about the, my research and my, my patients. It's a pleasure. Wenn Sie mehr darüber erfahren
0: möchten, wie Zirkom Medical Ihnen und Ihrer Zahnarztpraxis helfen kann, dann besuchen Sie uns unter mypatent.com bzw. werfen Sie einen Blick in unser Online-Magazin, wo wir wöchentlich neue Podcast-Gäste vorstellen. Bis zur nächsten Folge.